Hi, I'm Carrie Lynch, and, and we're, we're live, live at, at River City, City Studios. Studios. Hey, I'm Ellen Taylor from 105.3 Hot FM. So she hails from the gateway to the north and has made her way around the entire United States, including Daytona for a, a little bitty car race that we might all know. And now she's live at River City Studios. Welcome, Carrie Lynch. So how do you make it from the gateway to the north oh, man. all around to here? Yeah, it was all mad. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I've been singing since I was a little kid. And then I actually came down to Grand Rapids um, in 2003 to go to Grand Valley State University. And I just kind of always played music. And at one point, about three years ago, Matt and I met each other at GRCC and the music program. And we started playing music together and writing some music together. And then for about a year, we played uh, just small acoustic shows around Grand Rapids. And then we met Jeffrey at a show randomly, who was just at one of our acoustic shows. Jeffrey played in a band with Sam and Ryder and, um, called Blue Star Pilot. It was a rock band. And then when we started forming the full band together, I don't know, it just kind of all fell into place, and we picked up Chris along the way on the side of the road. So Everyone knows you as Carrie Lynch, but, True. you know, let's take a, let's peel back the curtain a little bit. You were really adamant about having these guys on set yeah. with you today for this interview. Now, how, what kind of role did these guys play in your success? They, as much of a role as I do, to be quite honest. I mean, um, Ryder and I write songs together. Matt and I have written songs together. Um, we all arrange the songs at practice together, so... Um, yeah, I mean, the name is Carrie Lynch, and it is, it is me kind of as the lead and the front person. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, they're just as much part of this as I am. And we're definitely um, a band. You know, we are bandmates. I don't by any means take credit for all the work because everybody puts in puts in their hard work into this. So now you've written all the songs that are on your EP that's just dropped? Yeah, yeah. We're really excited about it. Um, it's been a long time coming. We wanted to get in the studio and record this thing for a long time. We finally uh, just finished it. It's out. Um, was released on April 26th. Um, there's five songs on it. Um, we wrote, Ryder and I wrote one of the songs, Getting Gone Together. Matt and I worked on a couple of songs together, and then I wrote a couple of them that are on there. So, Now, when you guys sit down to write, do you guys pull from your real-life situations, or can you just sit down and write, I'm gonna want, I want to write a, a love song, we're going to write a love song, and can you just... Pull it from anywhere. I mean, where do you get your inspiration from? I mean, I definitely get my inspiration. Every song I've ever written is about something that's happened in my life. Um, I could I could write about things that have never happened, but um, I'll either write about things that I don't know anything about, like that I don't know about, that I, I'm wondering might happen. But most everything that that I write about is something as a very personal experience. Um, it's just kind of how I've always dealt with it, Ryder. Same thing for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it sometimes starts with a musical idea, a guitar riff or whatever. And sometimes you build off that feeling, and then you actually, for me, sometimes I write lyrics based on the music, and sometimes it goes the other way too. Um, but yeah, I think it's kind of the same thing. Even if it yeah. is like a if it's a real life experience, sometimes you almost take it and make it something more relatable. So it's not it may be specifically your thing, but something other people can relate to too. Yeah, I mean, for me, too, it's like writing. <clears throat> it's just like writing in a journal, but with lyrics and music. So I write in real time. When stuff happens, I sit down and write about it. And most of the time, it turns into a song. Or, it, you know, it obviously, it starts as a song, but we end up using it. So we talk about my personal life all the time on stage. It's great. <laughs> Why don't you leave it on 
that are making you look so good today. I know, I'm a very lucky girl that I get to share the stage with these fine gentlemen, let me tell you. Um, but let's start over here. This is Matthew Kopp. Say hi, Matthew Kopp. Hello. <laughs> he plays acoustic guitar in the band. Uh, we got Jeffrey Niemeyer up here. He plays the fiddle. Right behind me, we got Mr. Sam Briggs. He plays drums. Uh, <laughs> Chris Bardolph, and he, uh, he rocks the bass for us. And does an awesome Nicholas Cage impression. He really does. <laughs> Off camera, I do, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we got Ryder Jones, and he plays electric guitar. That's true. What's the dynamic between the six of you guys? <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not going to ask, but, you know, has there been a little, uh, you know, it's weird. you know? It's, it's, it's super weird we're, all the time. Because yeah. <laughs> clearly there's a dynamic. we're all very serious people. But, yeah. 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 I think I that's it. actually serious. our, our serious. strongest... Our strongest asset to yeah. everything is just our the chemistry that we have inside, um, you know, on the stage, in the studio, or just hanging out. Um, we're just all really good friends, and that just helps the music, amplifies everything we do tenfold. Yeah. But yeah, that's we actually got that comment. A fan sent a, um, probably one of the coolest things, messages I've ever got sent on Facebook was um, a fan had said, hey, we saw you guys at Chuck Wicks. It was the first time seeing you. We really love the show. Um, the chemistry between you guys on stage is incredible. And the chemistry, the fact that you guys are all best friends off the stage is really awesome. And so people pick up on it, you know, and it's awesome to, to us that people notice that, yeah, we're best friends on and off the stage. These are, these are my best friends. They, they ought to be. I see them every single day, pretty much all day long, so. <laughs> Slipped away 
kids and first times Holding on until it slipped away these performances and these experiences that you get to share on stage now you've actually performed with and for a couple of pretty big name artists I know Bombshell, Chuck Wicks, the band Perry I mean how did that even start who was the first person that you performed for? First person was Bombshell back a couple years, years ago, ago. Yeah. and it was actually the first big show that we played and it was just an acoustic show we hadn't even had the full band together yet and then we've gotten a chance to play with them a couple more times since then uh, full band performances but yeah it went bombshell and then we got lucky and got to open for the band Perry last September when they were in Grand Rapids like right before they started blowing up really huge in country music and then just a couple weeks ago we got to open up for them again and it was a sold out show at the intersection here in Grand Rapids and it was awesome it's probably definitely the best crowd we've ever played for it was really they were really responsive and it was it was just really great uh, a couple weeks after that then we played for Chuck Wicks or got to open up for Chuck Wicks and that was a great show and we just found out uh, a couple days ago that we will be opening up for Jared Neiman when he's here at the intersection in Grand Rapids on May 26th. So how do you wind up at the Daytona 500? <laughs> oh, well, it's very, it's an interesting little story. Um, <clears throat> we were playing a gig at the Crazy Horse Saloon, which is in Rockford, Michigan. And it just so happened that Greg Sachs, which uh, is, he's, a, he's a driver for the number 88 car uh, in NASCAR. And... Um, he was doing an autograph signing before we were supposed to start playing. <clears throat> and we kind of went out and I thought, well, I want to get his autograph because my dad and my stepdad and my grandpa are huge NASCAR fans. And went out there and just kind of started chatting it up with him. And um, he ended up, his people, some of his people for uh, the company that they represent, uh, Grand Touring Vodka, which was like the official vodka of the NASCAR Daytona 500, um, were all there. And they ended up staying for our entire show. And at the end of the show, you know, he was talking to us and was like, I want to bring you guys down to Daytona to play on the big stage in the fan zone at the Daytona 500. And it was interesting because it took us a while. Um, you know, we, it seemed like an idea that was really super far out there because we, it was going to cost us a lot of money to get down there. We needed a bus or an RV to get down there. And um, we need to work out all these big, huge details that as a band we never, you know, really had, a, had dealt with before. And <clears throat> a lot of people came together to help us out. We had donations from Pizza Joe at the Kinos. Uh, the RV was donated to us by Tom Kleinhart at uh, McGuire Chevrolet and Claire. Greg Moser ended up giving us a trailer. Just all these people who are friends and fans came together and helped us and got us down to Daytona for a week and we got to go down and play shows down there and play on this huge stage for all these people and it was the greatest thing ever. It was pretty amazing. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. <laughs> You gotta get out 
So speaking of dreams becoming reality, what's next for Carrie Lynch and the guys that make her look so good? I think when you're a songwriter and you're a musician, it's the ultimate dream is just to be able to do it for a living. You know, if you if your job can be right, if our job can be writing music and arranging music and playing these these great shows, you know, obviously that's what we want to do for a living. Any singer songwriter musician will tell you that. Um, but I, for us, we definitely have big dreams. I mean, we see this going far. Um, it's not just we just want to play music for a living, or we just we want we don't want to hope we can make a career out of it. I mean, we want to like be on the CMT awards, and we want to play huge stadiums, and we have huge, huge dreams for this and big ideas for this. And I think that's okay. You know, I think it's good to have to have big dreams and to to want that. Mm -hmm. And if I can play a little favoritism here, I mean, I'm a huge country music fan, and truth be told, I'm a big fan of yours. And so, and I know you've got a big. <laughs> following now how do you think that how does your following get so big and how do you feel like you give back to those fans that have supported you oh man i just ryan and i were actually talking about this the other night a little bit but um i i love the relationship that we have with our fans and it's weird for me still to even call them fans because you feel like these people are your friends they come out to your shows i mean at the band perry they brought us like presents and stuff you know what I mean? Like they, this necklace actually was given to me by a fan that came out to the Van Perry show, who I want to call a friend because he's just really awesome. And uh, it's I try to really be able to stay connected. And I know these guys do too uh, with the fans, the people that listen to our music. To me, that's the most important thing. It blows my mind when we play these shows and people show up. And I know at the Van Perry show, people were just cheering during our entire set, and it was so awesome. Uh, the support that that they give us is just incredible. Um, I mean, I think we try to give back to them at every opportunity that we can. You know, we'll stay till the very end of the night and see anybody that wants, you know, to hang out with us or sign anything or talk to anybody. Um, and we really try to make them feel as special as they make us feel. What's the image that you want to portray to other girls, Carrie, that might be wanting to following in your footsteps? Because, you know, you seem like a girl's girl. You've got your own unique style, one of which I'm envious of. And, you know, you clearly get along with the guys. You seem very well liked by everybody. You've got a good head on your shoulders. You're talented. I mean, what's the image that you want to portray for other girls and even some of your peers, other women um, that see you? I just think, you know, I actually get some messages from girls sometimes being like, you know, I sing. You know, there's a, a younger girl, actually, I just got a message from her. I think she's about 12 or 13, and she said, I'm, I sing, and, like, how did you get your start? What did you do and everything? And I think, to be quite honest, you just have to be true to yourself, and that sounds so cliche and so corny, but, you know, we try to be, we try to be true to the music that we want to write and the, the music that we want to play. And I think the little girls that come out to shows who, you know, might, like, look up look up to me or something like that it feels weird to say that. But, um, you know, I just think I want to be a, a strong female and I, I write songs. I want people to know that it's okay to, to feel the stuff that you're feeling. And if you want to sing about it and talk about it, go for it. Hi, I'm Carrie Lynch, and we're, we're live, live at River, River City, City Studios. Studios.